Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was fascinated last week that Jerry was pounding Egg McMuffins like it was his job and dosing them with salt because he didn't care because he's 80. How about that? What better, shrimp cocktail or Egg McMuffin? Don't waste our time. It's Egg McMuffin all day. And don't get me started about those puny little cocktail rings that you buy. They're disgusting. Egg McMuffin's good anywhere. That's right. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, welcome into hour two of the RP show, everybody. Ah, I found a way to walk it back in life. So I was getting a little heated, more so because of certain members of our audience in hour one, but I'm good now. I'm sure the Moose, if he's still watching, and he always does watch, even when he's not on, was probably a little worried. Because by Friday, I'm ready for Friday. You know what I mean? And it's Friday. It's football Friday. And we talked uh, a lot of ball in hour one, a lot about Aaron Rodgers. Listen, I get him. Sean Lemon of the BC Lions, and that was great. A little bit of XFL. It's going to be a lot of hockey coming up. But I want to say, you heard the um, clip, the intro. There I was talking about Jerry Jones and his daily diet of Egg McMuffins. Like you, you would think, if you listen to the experts, if you ate enough of those, it would kill you. Jerry's 79 and still going strong. And I want to say shout out to the seniors because we got that ratings thing. I was telling you this. The boys in the control room, the Millennium Falcon back in the Queen City would know what I'm talking about. Yes, our ratings increased 300% from January 2022 to January 2023. But what we didn't tell you was various breakdowns of it. And I've been in these ratings uh, meetings for decades. Radio, television. Hang on, Clark. Clark, you're yelling in my ear. Sorry. (laughs) I'm just... Can't have that. Anyways, they said, guys, you own the 55-plus market. The Rod Peterson Show, you own it. The only television program the seniors are watching across Canada is the Rod Peterson Show on Game Plus TV. So I just want to say thank you, and I hope you are uh, enjoying what we bring you every day. Okay, thank you. Well, listen, I was going to jump in. There have been 40 trades so far leading up to NHL trade deadline today. Mark Moser, the television voice of the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche, joins us today. Um, Hey, I've been on the air, Mark, for over an hour. What have I missed? Can you give me a Friday update, brother? Well, you know, Irana, to be honest with you, the abs just hit the ice right now. And, you know, I I know we're sitting two hours away from the deadline, but I'm not sure that I anticipate anything else going down. The usual suspects are out there on the ice. Uh, Val Nichushkin is not skating this morning. Rod, you know, he's the kind of guy now with the injuries he's had. He, uh, he takes some, some skates off and the abs will hit the uh, road to Dallas today. And one thing that does concern me, there is no Josh Manson. You know, he went out with an injury a couple of nights ago against the uh, the New Jersey Devils, 
And so for him who battled an injury between early December and all the way into February, for him not to be out there, it's a little concerning to me. So I don't know the extent of really what's going on. That's why I'm over here at practice. But uh, I guess we'll find out here in about two hours. Well, trust me, I won't keep you long, but can you please, Mark, take me back to one year ago and what the Avs did and how it paid off, just to refresh everybody's memories and how important this day is or this week? Yeah, they, they did the deal for Josh Manson, obviously, coming over from the Ducks because they felt like they needed, Rod, you know, that extra big defenseman, you know, a guy who not only is a, a good skater and can move the puck, but a guy who's going to be big and physical on the back end. And that, that was a key that they learned from the year before against the Vegas School of the Ninth. And then... You know, you, you look at the, the addition of a guy like Andrew Cogliano, and this team doesn't make it, you know these decisions lightly. I mean, they, the guy has to not only be a player and a guy who can contribute to the team, but he has to be a guy that fits inside that room. So that was also a key with both those players. And then, of course, they also did the deal for Arturi Lekkinen, who played major minutes and played majorly well for this Avalanche squad in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So they did They did three deals really yeah, last year leading up and, and at the deadline that proved pivotal to this Avalanche team going on their run to the Stanley Cup championship and going 16-4 and four in the postseason. I mean, it's brought almost one of these historical type of runs. I mean, they lost four times and, and won 16 times, and these guys were major components. So... They did a lot of good things last year. I don't think they have as much flexibility to do things this year, although they did acquire Lars Eller. He is out there on the ice. But two hours away, I guess you never know, and I think it has to depend on the, the long-term health of some of the guys who are out right now. Two, uh, two last questions. To this year's team now, clearly you've rounded into form. Can you talk about the Avalanche one year later and what they got going on here lately? I think the best part for them right now, Rod, the, the thing that they're going to rely on is that experience that they had. You hear the Zam behind me. They're starting to uh, the Zamboni this uh, this sheet over here. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that this team, and, and listen, injuries, they're not an excuse, but they are a factor. And so you must address them. It, they've had difficulties with guys in and out of the lineup all season long. And of course, we know the captain, Gabe Landeskog, hasn't played at all this season. So they, they, you know, they're trying to find their footing here. They're trying to, to string together wins there. But I, what I noticed really before the All-Star break and the bye week and then after is that this team, not only do they know where they need to get to as a team and the level of play that they need to be at, but they also know how to get there. It's not just one thing, okay, we know where we need to be, but what, what do we do? They know how to get there, and they certainly have shown that. Uh, Kale McCarr is on the ice today. That's going to be a big addition back for this club. But they know what the situation is. They know how you know they've, they've sort of bounced around this year in and out of the postseason and then in the wild card. Well, they've won six out of the last seven games. So now they control their own destiny for the top spot inside the Central Division. And I think that's something they're shooting for with that big game against Dallas coming up tomorrow. And it's just an experienced group. They may still be relatively young in terms of age. But in terms of playoff experience now and National Hockey League knowledge, these guys are all super veterans, and the coach definitely trusts his players and what they're going to bring on a nightly basis. Last one, a fun one. Just tuned in, the TV voice of the Al Avalanche, Mark Moser, is with us. Listen, we all see your highlights on the, uh, the network shows, and they're awesome. But I do a lot of driving, Mark, and I was listening to Avalanche Radio the other day, and I'm like, whoa, this guy's got the voice of God. I looked him up. He's like 19. <laughs> He's a kid. Yes. Connor McGahee, tell me something about the radio voice of the Colorado Avalanche, please. You know, he's, he's super good, obviously, Rod. It's super animated. Uh, he is 38, believe it or not. I mean, maybe he's doubled 19, <laughs> but <laughs> he's a young-looking guy. Uh, he's, done a, he's done a fantastic job. When I moved over to the television side some five, six years ago, he came in, and he was already familiar with the franchise. He had done a, a many things for Altitude and for the Avalanche themselves in the arena and so on and so forth, and then went to work for the Vegas School of the Night. So he's exciting. If anybody can't ever watch, you know, if you're an Avalanche fan, you can't watch on television definitely check out the radio call because he's like a lot of us you know you, you sort of you live it on a nightly basis right and i think the key especially to a radio broadcast is you you know you want the the, the audience to be able to envision 
what's going out there on the ice. And you need to bring that passion because if you don't, they will have no idea what this team is all about. So he does a very, very good job of that, bringing his own passion. Uh, just like all of us, we're, we all get uh, excited about things. For me, sometimes a little bit too much over the top, but, but he's absolutely great. In fact, he's looking good in his suit. I look like it's a day off for me because <laughs> it is, Rod. Abs, uh, tomorrow will be on national television down here in the States. Connor's in his best suit, and he'll be on his way to Dallas here after the uh, after the, after the skating score. Well, you can't be over the top, and I'll say Avalanche fans are very spoiled with their broadcasters. Mark, thanks for fitting us in. Good luck in the drive here. My pleasure, Rod. Great to talk to you again. Thanks so much. The television voice of the Colorado Avalanche, Mark uh, Moser. And as you see, he's no slouch. That's not to say anything against him. But I was driving. Where the hell was I? Around Weyburn. And I got my uh, NHL radio on, and I'm listening. I drive a lot, <laughs> whether it's South Florida, Sask, Alberta. And it's the Avalanche. And I, I, whoa, I'll look at the radio. You know when you have that moment, you look at the radio? A voice of God. The day in the day, it's Connor McGahee, the in-stadium announcer of the Denver Broncos. And your radio voice of the Colorado Avalanche. So that's why I say Avs fans, you're very spoiled. And I think, well, for sure, McGay, he's from Colorado. And I think Mark Moser might, too. It's always nice to have local guys. Or it used to be. On this um, NHL trade deadline day, uh, Rich Sutter coming up next, by the way, from Hockey Headquarters. Uh, here's the... Newswire story that moved this morning. NHL general manager swung a boatload of deals ahead of Friday's trade deadline. Teams made more than 40 swaps, including most of the big names available in the weeks leading up to the league's uh, cutoff, which is 3 p.m. Eastern today. After the dust following a wild socket up, needs addressed and franchise icons say goodbye. That could set the stage for an anticlimactic, underwhelming main event, which is today's trade deadline. A reclamation project and a couple of depths moves. Got the ball rolling Friday morning. The Detroit Red Wings traded winger Jakob Vrana to the St. Louis Blues. The Pittsburgh Penguins reacquired center Nick Benino from the San Jose Sharks. And the Vancouver Canucks shipped forward Curtis Lazar to the New Jersey Devils. Their relative calm was in stark contrast to the last few weeks as GMs across the NHL made a flurry of trades. Those blockbusters included Patrick Kane going to Chicago Blackhawks to the New York Rangers, Vladimir Tarasenko leaving St. Louis for the same landing spot, and Ryan O'Reilly joining the Toronto Maple Leafs. Surprise moves saw Jacob Chikrin head to the Ottawa Senators from the Arizona Coyotes, while Jonathan Quick was dealt away from the L.A. Kings before eventually ending up with the Vegas Golden Knights. It's one eleven Eastern, by the way. Visualize a positive outcome. Um, Beautiful. Wonderful chat with Mark Moser there, by the way, and Clark, good work getting him on because he had just explained how Joe Sackick won his team, the Stanley Cup, one year ago today, getting Josh Manson, or leading up to the trade deadline anyways, getting our Terry Leckett in. I see the viewer comments are coming in. Hang on a second. I might push those to the next segment with Rich Sutter, or maybe we will now get to them. We'll see. <sighs> Listen. I get how important the trade deadline is because I've been part of many. But it's very hard. Like, have you not got a headache from this? Or just that, uh, the last few days? Just the speculation. Here's the problem. A lot of the nuggets end up being true. Shortly after that trade, Jonathan Quick going to Columbus. People said he'll never play a game there. They had him ticketed for Toronto or Vegas. He ends up in Vegas and all of a sudden, whoa. Listen, we got to ask Rich Sider this. You and me together, let's write it down. Do you actually think the L.A. Kings thought when they traded Jonathan Quick away that he would come back and end up in the same division? There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> Landry writes and he says, Columbus legend, Jonathan Quick. Yeah, no kidding, right? They'll probably have a video tribute for him when he comes back to play. Yeah. <laughs> 
Rob Scott's watching in British Columbia. He says, got to give a shout out to Melville, Sask. Only place I've ever been to in Sask. Home of Terry Poole, the Houston Astros great, and Tim Shevelday. Ron Hextall, too, I believe. Oh, I apologize, Landry. I missed your comment. He says, Mark, big Avs fan here from Montana. Shout out to the great work you do. I'll say it again. Those guys, those Avalanche fans are very spoiled. With Connor McGahee. Listen, you think Mark Moser's voice is deep. It's great. This kid, it's like three octaves deeper. Okay. Aaron in Edmonton says, should the orders have traded for quick? Ryan in Toronto says, Rod, if you could choose any NHL coach to pair with Connor Bedard, who would it be? Uh, Chad in Red Deer says, RP's on a roll today. Keep rolling, Rod. One guy is suspended for the day, and I'm not even going to tell you who it is, but he's, sus he's suspended because his comments have been ridiculous. And you won't even know who it is, so I'm not telling you who it is. But when we come back, fire all your hockey questions. Rich Sutter will be with us for two full segments. 13-year NHL veteran, veteran scout, player, obviously, broadcaster too. Rich Sutter joins us from the bridge right after this on this NHL trade deadline day. Your home for NHL trade deadline coverage is the RP Show on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profit. Stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Hey, yes, the studio is in South Florida today. It's a steamy one, but a beautiful one. It was so much fun being at the hockey game last night. Not fun for the Florida Panthers fans. However, they lost 2-1 to the Nashville Predators in a game they could ill afford to lose. Rich Sutter joining us shortly. We had him lined up, I believe. Uh, we, he knew. And Clark's talking to him right now. So let's have some fun before he joins us on this overreaction Friday, this football Friday. I said I suspended somebody today. We're not reading his comments anymore. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, no, it's not me who's suspended for the day. No, you're right. It's not you. Regarding us owning the 55-plus age demographic across Canada and moving into America for this time slot on live television. Maybe radio, too, eh? Rhino Radio. What's the rating say down in Noonan, Georgia, where we're on the blowtorch? WQEE. Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, 55-plus are RP show super fans because we're old-school Don Cherry supporters. As are we here. I 
Speaking about listening to uh, NHL radio last night, coming home from the Panthers game, I was listening to the Leafs broadcast with Joe Bone, and I talked about that off the top with Darren DuPont. I'm like, this guy's old school. And doesn't care if you call him a homer. You know what? I used to care too much about what people said when I was doing play-by-play, literally thousands of games. But at least now I don't care what anybody thinks. Back then it bothered me so much. Joe Bone don't care. Flames scored shorthanded a couple minutes into the game. I had no idea who scored. Didn't matter because he wasn't a Leaf. <laughs> if you're listening to Joe Bowen on TSN 1050, I get it. I was the same. Whole lot less caring. Makes you a whole lot happier. Ask Aaron Rodgers. Uh, 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 okay, and I'll just say this. We are talking about uh, Jacob Chikrin. I was talking to his dad last night. Jeff Chikrin, we had big fun. Bill Lindsay, Randy Moeller, they all say hi. Okay. Rich Sutter's with us. And folks, please uh, write in with your questions on this NHL trade deadline for Richie. Joins us from Lethbridge. Rich, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Uh, man, I don't know where to start other than you said it on the phone this morning. Wildest trade deadline lead up ever. This is insane. It's, it's uh, you know, since the Bull Horvat trade on January 30th, Rod, it's been... Uh... It's been almost daily. I think there's been 42 trades counting this morning. So it's it's uh, it's a wild time. It's kind of unprecedented times, uh, to be quite honest with you, uh, in the NHL. Um, it seems now more than ever, uh, every especially last three four years, we seem to think that this gets crazier each year, and there seems to be more people that can win it each year. And I think uh, we're looking at something right now more than ever that this is what we're getting. Uh, if people could have just listened into our phone conversation this morning, because I'll ask you now what I asked you then. Do you think the GMs from years past are thinking, why did we wait so long? Why did we go right to the deadline? Why didn't we start it earlier? Because that seems to be the new trend. Well, you, 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 you have seen it, this happen in junior hockey, especially in the, in the Western Hockey League the last few years, where teams have made their deals well ahead of the deadline. Um, and I think another thing that is added to this at the NHL level is that uh, you're seeing a lot of first-round picks uh, being moved. You're seeing a lot of other round picks being moved. Is that future considerations to a degree? Yes, it is. But I think what you're what you're learning now is with these first-round picks, Rod, is that uh, even with the draft being as strong as it is this year, it's not necessarily that these first-round picks are are the 2023 draft, but what you're seeing is that teams are not afraid now as much as they used to be to let their first round pick go, especially in the back part of the first round. Uh, I think when you're seeing other higher first round picks that are being moved, uh, they're, they're trade protected, meaning because the draft is strong this year that teams are protecting that trade uh, unnecessarily or necessarily to a degree this year that could be bumped to the following year. So there's a lot of things that are going on that it's wild. I think it's it's been fascinating uh, just when you think when there's another crazy trade. And, you know, there are some guys out there that are, I think, that are very uh, 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 enticing to some teams. Uh, you look at maybe, for example, I'd just say Brock Besser in Vancouver uh, as one guy. Um, but then you, then you think, well, something's not going to happen and bang, something happens. So it's crazy. It's crazy times. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on to talk about it. And the viewers are like a bucket horse trying to get out of the stall here. They got a million questions for you. But mine, maybe my last one is, do you think the LA Kings actually thought when they traded Jonathan Quick to Columbus, that he would end up right back in their own division against their top rival. Do you think they saw that coming? No, they didn't. Uh, you know, you can say, you can look at it a couple of different ways. How does that look on Columbus, what what they've done, or how does that look on, on L.A. right now? I think, you know, here's a guy that, the guy's an icon. The guy should have a statue outside the damn rink in uh, Crypto Con Marine in L.A. And he may not want one there anymore after how, you know, 
here's a guy that was traded and there was really no conversation or dialogue with him leading up to this trade. You think that would have not been warranted, Rod, uh, is, is what this guy's done for that organization? Um, would they do that to Anze Kopitar? I would hope not. I certainly didn't think they would do it to Jonathan Quick. Um, and he ends up back in the same conference with the team they're fighting for, or not just for a playoff spot, but a high seed in the playoff. In the playoffs. So uh, I hope Jonathan Quick goes in there and his lights out, to be quite honest with you. Uh, it can be short term. It can be maybe he can add another year to his career in Vegas, but I do think they need some help there. Uh, I think it's a great trade for Vegas. Uh, I hope Jonathan Quick goes in there and, and is un unreal for them. The LA Kings got McCrimmoned, a term popularized in the 1990s in the Western Hockey League. I'm very familiar with it. So to the uh, questions from the viewers, Rob in BC says, Rich, can you explain the Vancouver Canucks dumpster fire in less than 10,000 words? Oh, my Lord. How's that to start with? Uh, How about that? Uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out what are they trying to do there. To be quite honest with you, I think there's a lot of teams that are trying to figure that out. What are they trying to accomplish there? Um, they're getting picks in return. They're they're getting assets. What are they going to do with them? That's been the that's been the burning question. And I I, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish here. I wonder if they even know at times. Uh, to be quite frankly with you, um, there's been a lot of odd things that have gone on in that organization the last 12 to 14 months, and it doesn't seem to stop. Landry says, Rich, if, if all teams were at full strength, who would your favorite be to come out of the West right now? Well, I don't think there's any question of who that would be. Uh, they're getting healthy, and they're starting to show why they, why they are who they are, and that's the defending Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, I can't fathom that I think it's almost hysterical to think that there were people out there in, in, in the uh, in the media sector that even up till about two or three weeks ago were wondering what was going to happen to the Colorado Avalanche. Well, I think the coach of the Calgary Flames put it quite clearly, quite bluntly, correctly, is that, well, just wait till they get healthy. I mean, they're getting healthy and, and, and they're going to be right where they think they were going to be uh, at the start of the year where everyone should have had them, and that is either at the top or near the top of the Western Conference. So I think they're still the team to beat. Um, look, they're still going to get Landis, Landis Gog back. Uh, if it was a playoffs, Kel McCarr would be playing. Um, they're giving them all the rest they can right now. Look, they're a team that I think they could benefit with. Maybe, uh, uh, you know, sounds like Francois might be still hurt. Could they get another goalie in the next 24 hours? Who knows? Uh, or um, or by the end of the day, even for that matter, the way things are going on right now. But I just think they're a team. They're a team that uh, they're deep. Uh, they've added to their to trade uh, to their to the roster with Lars Eller, who I think is a tremendous uh, bottom six guy, all purpose, all utility player, um, face off, second power play, PK. Um, that's a huge pickup for them. I think it's going to be a, a, a good good asset for them and. Just another guy you add to a stock roster. 13-year NHL veteran Rich Sutter with us, broadcaster scout as well. Kirk in Calgary says, hey, Rich, do you think that the Flames will make any kind of move before the deadline? I'm surprised they haven't yet. Uh, you know, look, I'm a Luke, I'm a Luke Shen fan. Um, I'm surprised that it took a third-round pick to get him out of Vancouver. Is that a little bit high? Maybe not, but uh, I think it would have been a perfect fit for them on the right-hand side. Uh, third, third pairing guy, which is what he is. PK guy. Uh, you know, if if something was ever to happen to Chris Tanev, he's a guy who can step in and and play some other minutes. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 a little bit surprised to this point that they have not been able to do anything or haven't to this point. Uh, question from me. I got to ask you about the Winnipeg Jets. Do you see them? They, they've lost four in a row going into Edmonton tonight. Do you see them turning it around? Well, I hope so. You know, for their sake, uh, for Kevin, uh, 
it's not that Kevin's job's on the line or anything like that. And I think that shouldn't even be a question mark that I've heard around the last few days. But uh, look, I'm sure they're trying. Kevin's a smart man. He's not a guy that's just going to lay in the weeds and not do his homework. Uh, I'm sure they're working the phones. Um, I hope they can get it figured out. Uh, but again, there's a team that, if you're a Calgary Flames fan, that that is all sudden yeah, in 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 your sights because they're the team that's now nearly on the outside looking in, and they're they're a team that Calgary look. Calgary's got to just win hockey games and beat who's ever in front of them right now. They're they're at a point where uh, they can't they can't afford to be losing games, especially with the, what they got coming up the rest of this week with Minnesota twice. Um, Rich is going to be with us for one more segment, so hang on, Ted and Red Deer. I got you. I'll get to your question. Maybe not here. Did you know the NHL trade deadlines brought to you by OFX, the official currency exchange company of the National <laughs> Hockey League? Did you know that, Rich? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, and that's awesome. I think that uh, um, it's great to see that OFX is on board with that and, and uh, uh, great advertising for the company. Yeah, I just great wanted to point that out there. I, oh, yeah, I've heard from Brian and Richard since the all-star week so i just wanted to throw that in there so here's the question uh by the way rich sutter's the official spokesperson ambassador for ofx so you, nobody would know in canada but here i see your ugly no, it's, rolling it's all kind the time of on nhl network that's where we want to know is who's up here too right well, okay well we got to get some ads going on game plus television that's what we got to do ted in red deer says hey rich Sutter hockey philosophy to me is, quote, maximizing talent through hard work, determination, and teamwork, playing, scouting, or coaching. Am I out in left field, or do you agree? I agree. I think the biggest thing is also you got to let these guys, to a degree, uh, utilize their skill sets and their talents. And I think that's one thing that, uh, that uh, is easy to figure out these days. Um, but the bottom line is it still has to be done within structure. And within purpose and having to answer not just to your uh, structure of your, your uh, what your coaches want, but uh, working well with your teammates. So I 100% buy into that. Uh, Boston, they've got three new players in their lineup, right? Half away, is it Orpik? Orlov. Whatever it is. Yeah, Orlov. Sorry, not Brooks Orpik. Three players they've introduced into their uh, dressing room. How do you feel about that, given a team that was already on pace for the best regular season uh, in NHL know, history? I just say, wow. You know, um, now they had uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, they're deep, deep, deep. They're a team that's ready to run with it, uh, take a run at this thing. I, I, you know, you can say all you want about how strong their regular season's been. Um, quickest team to 100 points. Uh, whatever they've done and up to this point has been has been great. It's what they do from here on in with that group. It's no different than what you see in Toronto, what what what, what they've done. Uh, it's like everybody's lined up. I think they've got the team to win it. Um, we'll see because once the playoffs start, everyone starts at, at, at the start of the start of the the, the line and uh, they go from there. So it doesn't matter uh, what happens in a regular season. The pressure's on these guys to produce and come through. Uh, once crunch time starts. Ryan in Toronto says, always a treat when Rich Sutter is on. This is great. I agree, Ryan. In a minute, does that give you enough time to talk about the Le what the Leafs have done? Yeah, I, I, you know, I was surprised how poorly they played in Edmonton the other night, given they did have a couple of days to practice and work some kinks out, but uh, they sure rebounded last night. Uh, they juggled around three lines, kept one line in place, and it seemed to work work for them. Uh, they got some key saves. They got some lucky bounces when, it, when Calgary was up one nothing, where it could have been two or three nothing. Um, I still think that you know, look, they've they've got a heck of a group there. They're deeper than ever, uh, one through four on the front end in terms of lines, and one through uh, three in terms of pairings on the back end. I still think at the end of the day. Uh, the question mark still is in that. Uh, can Samsonov be the guy? What are they going to do with Matt Murray? Is he going to be the guy also? I think there's still questions that need to be answered there. One more segment with Rich Sutter coming up, the official ambassador of OFX.
the official currency exchange company of the National Hockey League and presenters of the NHL trade deadline. We'll be right back after this brief pause on Game Plus TV, iHeartRadio, YouTube Live, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, on this Friday, which my goal was to have fun, and we've accomplished that on today's program. I just want to mention Alex watching in the Game Plus control room in downtown Toronto. He's opping the show there. Alex, I'll get to your question next segment regarding the RP show being number one in the age demographic of 55-plus across the country. How about that? We own it. We were told from the ratings that were given to us, uh, Bruce is watching in Regina. He says, uh, a decade of experience in the 55-plus audience and happy to be here. Thank you, Bruce. We're happy to have you. And uh, as we bring Rich Sutter back in, our uh, NHL analyst, Rich, the boys here in South Florida wanted me to say, hey, Randy Moeller, Jeff Chikrin, Bill Lindsay, all last night were at the game. Big Rich Sutter fans, those guys. And they wanted to know if you had fun at the NHL All-Star Week down here with OFX. You know, it was awesome. Uh, it was, first of all, it was just great to get down there and, and uh, amazing to see the amount of the alumni people in uh, the Fort Lauderdale um, area, the amount of people that are engaged in uh, helping with youth sports and particularly hockey. Um, these guys are great guys. Uh, they're giving back to the community in the area down there, involved in the minor hockey stuff. Uh, with minor, with with separate different teams, uh, look. There's a lot of there's a lot of enthusiasm down. There's a lot of knowledge in these guys, and uh, it would be really cool if they can keep this going down there. And I, I and I would nudgely uh, urge and uh, gently nudge them along that, with their knowledge and uh, their expertise and willing to give back. That hopefully in South Florida we're going to see uh, in 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 short time. Just what the St. Louis Minor Hockey Association has done with uh, kicking out players, I really believe that there's going to be uh, some players coming out of South Florida in the next few years as well. If these guys keep doing what they're doing and get the support that they're needed uh, with the new rinks that are coming up in the area, it's awesome. It's so awesome and it's so positive. Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is who's winning the NHL trade deadline? Our options are Toronto, New Jersey, New York Rangers, or other. Others leading. Other is leading with 31%. There have been some right-in votes for Boston. When we say who's leading trade deadline, I guess, Rich, the question, the question should be who's the favorite to win the Stanley Cup coming out of all of this with what we know now. How would you answer that or vote for Look, teams have done their diligence. They've 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 uh, filled what they felt were their needs or holes in their rosters to help them give them the best chance of moving forward. It's and it's just not about winning four rounds. It's about getting through the first round and and who you think you might be playing against first. And there's a lot of variables that go in when you're making these trades about how do you fill these holes with certain people and why do you fill them with those individuals. Uh, been in a lot of these uh, uh, deadline days over my career, and, and I, uh, I think a lot of the teams have done a hell of a job. And it's just a matter of now, now you hope for health moving forward. At the end of the day, your goaltending is good too, that, you're, that the guys are stopping pucks. And, you, and it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a crazy ride here the last uh, month of the year. Well, you know, just before you were on, the voice of the Colorado Avalanche was on Mark Moser, the TV voice. And he said last year they got Josh Manson and uh, Artari Lekin, and It basically really won them the Stanley Cup. Those were key guys in the drive. Like, will teams win a Stanley Cup based on what they do this week? Or was that done in free agency or at the draft table or all of the above? Most of the trades are done at this time of the year by teams that are making the biggest splashes or, or even the they're little shrewd ones that are ones that they feel they're going to get them over the hump. Uh, they're not making these deals if they don't feel that, that, that they've got themselves in a position to make something happen. Uh, some teams are legit. To be honest with you, some teams are just trying to 
went around or two to prove to their to their fan base that look we've got something moving forward here to build on but i think what you've seen from some of the big ones with the rangers the leafs the bruins look at everyone's lineup try and beat the bruins at this point um because they are the team out east but i think they're also trying to figure out a, you know especially out west what are we doing that we can knock out colorado because they've got to be the team that are of choice uh that as a favorite Regina Pats home to the Winnipeg Ice tonight on uh, TSN and NHL Network. I say that because Connor Bedard was this topic of a question here earlier from Ryan in Toronto. He said, which coach would partner best for Connor Bedard or who would be the best coach for him? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think every coach in the National Hockey League is great. That's how they got there, Rich. But is there somebody at the top, bottom six, seven, eight, that might be the best coach for him ahead of the others? I think... There's a whole lot of coaches that are in those bottom tier group of the of the of the NHL today that could be uh, possible candidates, especially in uh, bottom four or five, that are strong coaches uh, and have strong staffs and are very wary and and are very uh, knowledgeable about what where this is going to go if they get that pick and and how they're going to work to create. Uh, to make the best for Connor, um, and it's just not about the coaches. It's about it's about surrounding with the right individuals in that locker room as well. <laughs> Teams are smart; they know how to do it. The wind's getting up on me here in South Florida. Rich, did you see that? I almost got tackled by the backdrop here, and I never did, did see get that. around to showing you the place. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> how about that for live television? Next time you come down. You'll see the uh, humble abode here. But just on Connor Bedard, you've seen enough junior hockey. Do you think the Pats could uh, surprise anybody in the playoffs? As long as you got Connor Bedard and you got a goaltender that can maybe give you some saves, um, I think it's look, I think Regina has gotten better the last month or so. Um, are they a dark horse? I don't know if they're a dark horse, but. I think that uh, as long as you've got Connor Bedard and you've got some of the other individuals that are strong players on their group, uh, it's junior hockey. It's young players. You steal a game early, goaltender makes some saves for you. Uh, there's a little bit of panic mode happening in the other locker room. Uh, yes, I think anything is, is, is possible. Um, would I bet on it? Probably not, but I still think that anything is possible. Uh, it's it's fascinating to watch just not how he's played but i'm 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 more inclined to watch just not the score sheet every night and see how he's getting his two or three or four points and see the highlights but i like to go to the bottom of the summary page and see uh how full the buildings are wherever he's been because they've been just that everywhere (laughs) oh it's not just me eh okay i do the same thing and i think i'm just a dork that way uh well the game's not sold out tonight in regina come on regina get sell it out and we'll be watching NHL Network down here. Richie, thanks for this. Enjoy uh, the trade deadline, and we'll just do it again soon. Yeah, what do you got? I got. I want to do a quick plug. Um, I'm on a podcast now, Rod, uh, on Spotify and Apple. Uh, Suds, Dino, and the Dogfather listen to us every Wednesday night. It's awesome. I'm loving it, and I'm enjoying it. And uh, it's all about golf and hockey and sometimes other sports. Who are you with? Dean Sprittle and Del, Del Valelli, a professional golf caddy uh, on the PGA Tour. Wow. All right. Suds, the dog father, and what? Say it again. Suds, Dino, and the dog father. <laughs> okay. How about that? Uh, Apple and Spotify. All right, Rich, for sure. Glad you're having fun with it, man. Enjoy the hockey this weekend. Awesome. Talk soon. Thanks, Rod. The best NHL analyst going, Rich Sutter. We'll be right back answering all of your questions in overtime after this. We're on the Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, and your Southern Home of Sports and Talk WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, 
stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. All right. Hope you are all ready for a fantastic weekend. A lot of fun things going on. I had uh, such a busy morning that I did not have time to write down all of what's going on tonight in terms of our junior leagues, so forth and such uh this wind man i know you feel so bad for me it's 27 degrees celsius oh no above i know the breeze is actually nice but it's kind of sneaking in behind the old backdrop here and i might be flattened before the end of the show so be tuned in for that nhl tonight seattle at columbus clark is it just me or have the kraken done nothing yeah, nothing. Nor the Florida Panthers. And I meant to ask Rich about that, but basically he said they don't, they can't. Let's just leave it at that. Jets at orders. Very clearly, that's the game of the night. Carolina at Arizona. Montreal at Anaheim. Like every time Montreal plays, that could be the game of the night. Uh, New Jersey at Vegas. Ooh, that's a biggie too. Golden Knights going to be here on Tuesday. Game three of a seven-game homestand for your Florida Panthers. Spring training baseball this afternoon. Blue Jays up against Tampa Bay and the Houston Astros against Atlanta. I didn't write down the NBA. I didn't write down the NLL. But I know that it's Buffalo at Halifax tonight, the featured game to open week 14 in the NLL. Um, so on that baseball vein there, Alex, I appreciate you, Alex. Where have you been? He works in the Game Plus TV control room, and he's written into the 902 line, and he says, Afternoon, Rod. I really wanted to ask you about your thoughts on the World Baseball Classic, but thought the Leafs may be a better topic. How do you like the new-looking Leafs? Too many moves or not enough? Were you off this week, Alex? We addressed that with Scott Laughlin. Yeah, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday, Clark, right? With uh, Scott Laughlin of NHL Radio. We both agree it was too many moves by the Leafs. However, doesn't mean that they're not talented. And Kyle Dubas, I would think, has a better pulse of what's going on in that dressing room than we do. World Baseball Classic? Really? I think I saw once that it was even, is it going on? Oh, it hasn't. Go Canada? Okay, that's my thoughts on the World Baseball Classic. Go Canada! Ernie Witt coaching us? Uh, I've had friends that have played in it, but that's all that I know. And listen, (laughs) I'm a fan, no expert. Are you seeing all the stuff that Stephen A. Smith is getting into? All the trouble he's getting into from ESPN. Did you see that, Clark? I'm sorry. I should have brought Clark on here. Did you see all the trouble, Stephen? And if you haven't, that's fine. He said he doesn't care about hockey. So he doesn't care about the NHL. Uh, what do he say? He goes, the only two things I know about the NHL are the puck is black and I like Gary Bettman. Now, I actually stopped watching at that point, but I guess I think he went on to say ESPN doesn't care about hockey or he doesn't care about hockey. So that's Stephen A. That's fine. They don't even, they don't even, dude, they don't even talk about baseball. That's ESPN. I'm not going to talk about baseball. I'll read you the scores. That's not me complaining, but I got my hands full staying on top of this NHL stuff. Obviously, NFL, CFL, and all the rest. I don't have a take on the World Baseball Classic, but I did watch the Leafs the other night, and let's be honest, the Oilers did skate circles around them. Darren didn't want to get into that as a Leafs fan yesterday, Moose, when he was on. But your original question, did they make too many trades? I, in the middle of all of this, must have been Wednesday, I put it on Twitter. Too many moves by the Leafs. 
that can happen. In my play-by-play days, I've been with teams that have made a million trades just to make, for the sake of making trades. And it screwed everything up. Look at that. And I just unplugged my headphone. I'm ready for Friday. Did I tell you that? I'm ready for this week to be over. Talking of, not that it's been a fantastic week, by the way. I just like having weekends off. Somebody should have told me about this my whole life. Sean is watching in Vancouver regarding the RP show owning the 55-plus age demographic across Canada. Sean in Vancouver, B.C. says, Freedom 55, baby. I remember when I thought 55 was old. It ain't. Sports update on the ice tonight. The Winnipeg Jets carry a four-game losing streak into Edmonton. The Oilers are coming off that impressive 5-2 win over the Leafs Wednesday. Have we talked about that enough for you? Also, Montreal visits L.A. Brad Gushu set to begin his Briar defense at the Briar in London today. His Newfoundland rink takes on Jacques Gauthier of B.C. World number one, John Rahm leads the pack at 7-under as the second round of the Arnold Palmer Invitational gets underway at Bay Hill Golf Course in Florida. The Spaniards started the day two shots clear of Americans Chris Kirk, Cameron Young, and Kurt Kitayama. Yes, it's, I was talking with one of my Army buddies today, Murray. He said, oh, that's the, re- that's the retirement capital you're in. I said, in Florida? And the golf capital, and the fitness capital, and the fishing capital, and the recovery capital. I would say y'all should try it out, but I said, no, don't. Don't. Just take my word for it. Sports update is for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Last minute of play on the RP show. Playing now at Landmark Cinemas in the film, which officially kicks off Phase 5 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Superhero partners Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne return to continue their adventures as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Starring Paul Rudd and Hope Van Dyne in Landmark Cinemas now. Well, we're out of time. And it's been great. Wonderful work, Clark, pulling this all together. Uh, A big thank you to the television voice of the Colorado Avalanche, Mark Moser. Our NHL analyst, Rich Sutter, the best in the business. BC Lions defensive end, Sean Lemon. The Moose, way back in hour one for joining us from the Canada Winter Games. Enjoy the sports this weekend, everybody. Please be safe. Be good to each other. And we'll see you Monday right back here on the RP Show on Game Plus TV. YouTube, and the key. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) I like it. LFG. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.